Hi, welcome to another episode of Inner Alignment. Today I'd like to share with you some of the importances of morning practice. So, let's get started. Before we get started, let me thank you for being here with me. I'm coming to you from my little home in the Rocky Mountains of rural Western Colorado. I don't claim to be anything but a regular man and certainly not an audio engineer. That said, I welcome you here into my home. In my home, in my recordings, you will likely hear normal things that you probably wouldn't hear in those other amazing podcasters' productions such as a ticking grandfather clock, the hum of a computer, clicking of a mouse, a cough or a brain fart, kitty cat paws running across the wooden floor, or central heating kicking on and off. After all, it's below freezing outside right now. I hope you're not bothered by those things and hope that you accept the humble and modest moment I'm kindly sharing with you. As I'm sitting comfy here in my country home, so too I hope you are equally comfy here with me. So, that said, let us get on with the show. Today I'd like to share with you the first of a series of simple morning practices. These are practices which I've found to be helpful in my life and hope they'll be the same for you. So why specifically morning practices? As a bohemian, my time to shine was in the intimacy of the night as I indulged in my chosen avenue of art, music, antiquarian technologies, and a multitude of intellectual studies. I'm sure many of you who are like-minded can also join me in saying, I'm not a morning person. In fact, the level of personality I had when it came to getting up in the morning was comatosis. I'm reminded of a time when I told my teacher that I meditate every night, sometimes for hours, unrelentingly. Yet I was shaken off my foundation when he said, Great, now do the same thing twice a day, morning and evening. Well, suddenly I didn't have the stamina I thought I did, and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to have to think about that one. Before even getting into morning practices per se, I want to talk about just simply waking up. I've recognized that there's quite a beauty in the physiological and metaphysical process of waking up, which can be complementary to the spiritual process of waking up. Just as a flower blossoms in the morning to receive the new daylight, your body and mind really do do the same thing. It is an incredibly beautiful process. There's such a light nature and innocence to it. I encourage everyone to make an effort to witness this. Being mindful during this process, the point from when you first become conscious that you're laying in bed to the point of being fully awake, even an hour or two afterward, is a rewarding thing. And with practice, one can become more and more aware of what goes on at this time. You are in a sense walking yourself hand in hand to the start of your day, as opposed to what I used to do, which was fall out of bed, make a coffee, hop in the car while still half asleep. In retrospect, what a horrible thing to do to oneself. In fact, it is more so a way of setting up one's day for failure. 
I would encourage everyone to be mindful of the physical process of waking up and recognize how the mind kicks online, how the body energizes up, and how one's vibrational field changes during that time. Getting that insight, one can start to recognize the strengths and weaknesses one has in that process. You can then develop a morning routine based on those observations to help strengthen yourself, whether it be physically, mentally, or spiritually, or any subcategory within those areas. Doing so will mean being in a place of strength and stamina when starting your day, and that means keeping your life balanced as a spiritual being having this physical experience, as the saying goes. The difference that this morning process has made for me was astounding. It was like being a pilot of a 747 after spending years of service in the Air Force, whereas prior to, I was like jumping off a mountain on a hang glider without ever having a lesson, figuring that some way, somehow, I'll hopefully get to where I'm supposed to be going. We do this to ourselves every day. I'll also say, don't look at this as building a set of armor, a defense to take on the day, um, to get to a place where you don't want to be, which is usually work for most people. But this is a loving and intimate process you are spending with yourself first. If you are right for yourself first, you will secondly then be able to take on a place you don't want to be at. You really are setting the beat for how you encounter your day, and starting on the right foot makes a world of difference. I always tell people, regardless of who else is in your life, at the end of the day, you have to live with yourself, so be your best friend. And in this context, best to start off the morning this way too. Look at it this way. Imagine starting off your day not as your complete self, confident and strong. As you encounter your day, you in a sense get beaten down more in the areas of weakness and you never really build up that strength that you need in order to take on the day in progress. Doing your spiritual routine only at night is like practicing a piece of music before going to bed rather than before the concert the next morning. Yeah, it's kind of helpful, it still helps, but um, best be prepared before the show. Your day is your obstacle course, your gym, your personal life challenge. So your sadhana is in preparation to grow and progress as a person, not just to get by and survive another day. So now that I've shown that it is first and foremost important to start your day off on the right foot, it is then complementary to end your day with an evening practice. I see my evening practice as balancing out the effects of the day. It used to be my sole moment when I communed with the universe. It still can be. But in consideration of the whole day, its purpose is to even out the balance of being calmly active and actively calm. Eventually the benefits gained from each morning and evening practice will connect in the middle, and the essence which you gain from meditation will turn your whole day into meditation. That is completing the first step in the life of a yogi. I initially intended on sharing a few specific practices in today's podcast, but I think the information I've left here is enough to plant some seeds of initiative. In fact, 
The practice of being mindful in your morning blossoming is a really big step to taking the next for further practice. So in future episodes, I'll be sharing with you specific techniques which I have found helpful or even devised on my own. A few of them I can't wait to share with you. Some of them are simple but wonderful little practices to do during your morning commute. So that said, I hope you found this to be helpful. Please let me know. I look forward to sharing more helpful tips in being fully human and fully divine. Until next time, namaste.